Good morning, and welcome to Simply Space. It's Saturday, February 24th. On today's show, are investors prepared for Chexnote's nuclear war in space? Also, we discuss the need to get these rich people off the moon. Plus, a new space telescope will map the universe and help protect the Earth from asteroids. This coverage and more, up next. I'm David, and you're listening to Simply Space. We start off with a question that's been circulating in the investment world. Are investors prepared for the possibility of nuclear war in space? This is a complex and potentially alarming topic, so we've brought in Michael, a correspondent for Simply Space, to help us unpack it. Michael, what can you tell us about this situation? Well, David, the information we have is quite limited. The concept of nuclear war in space is a daunting one, and it's not something that's been widely discussed in the investment community. It's a topic that requires a lot of careful consideration and analysis. Indeed, it's a topic that seems more suited to science fiction than investment portfolios. What kind of impact could such a scenario have on the space industry and the wider economy? The potential impacts are vast and varied. On one hand, the threat of nuclear war in space could lead to increased investment in defense and security technologies. On the other hand, it could also lead to a chilling effect on investment in space exploration and commercialization. The wider economy could also be affected, with potential impacts on everything from telecommunications to weather forecasting. That's a sobering thought. How are investors reacting to this possibility? Again, it's hard to say with certainty due to the limited information we have. However, it's safe to assume that investors are closely monitoring the situation and considering the potential risks and opportunities. It's a topic that's likely to generate a lot of discussion in the investment community in the coming months. Certainly a topic to keep an eye on. Thanks for that report, Michael. In other space news, Texas startup Intuitive Machines has made history by achieving the first moon landing by a private firm. However, this achievement has raised concerns about the potential for the super-rich to exploit space for their own ends. Here to discuss this further is Bella, a correspondent for Simply Space. Can you tell us more about this moon landing and why it's causing concern? Certainly, David. Intuitive Machines' uncrewed lander, Odysseus, successfully landed near the moon's south pole recently. This is a significant milestone, marking the first time a private company has landed on the moon. However, the mission has sparked controversy due to the cargo it carried, a collection of marbles known as moon phases, associated with various wealthy individuals and represented as non-fungible tokens or NFTs on a blockchain. So essentially, the moon is being used as a storage space for the possessions of the wealthy. That's one way to look at it, yes. And it's not just intuitive machines. Other companies have also been involved in similar activities. For instance, Elon Musk sent a Tesla Roadster into space as a dummy payload for a test flight. There's also been an attempt to leave a can of pop on the moon by a Japanese drinks company. What are the potential implications of these activities? There are several concerns. One is the potential for space to become a playground for the super rich, with little regard for the broader implications. There's also the environmental impact to consider. For instance, when two SpaceX Starship launches failed last year, 
toxic particulates rain down on people's homes, causing fires and damaging wildlife habitats. What about the potential benefits of these private space missions? There are potential benefits, such as the exploration of the unknown and the search for rare earth metals and other resources. However, these benefits need to be weighed against the costs, including the environmental impact and the potential for space to become a domain dominated by the wealthy. What's the reaction been from the public and other stakeholders? The reactions have been mixed. Some see these missions as a sign of progress and a step towards a future where space travel is commonplace. Others, however, see it as a sign of the increasing divide between the rich and the poor and a potential threat to the sanctity of space. For instance, the Navajo people consider the moon to be sacred and view activities like mining there as an act of profound desecration. Thanks for that report, Bella. Speaking of complex issues, let's shift our focus to space exploration. As we continue to explore the cosmos, one question remains, can we secure our place in the solar system? NASA's upcoming SPIREX mission, set to launch no later than April 2025, is a step in that direction. Here to delve deeper into this is our correspondent, Abby. Can you tell us more about the SPIREX mission and its objectives? Certainly, David. SPIREX, or the Spectrophotometer for the History of the Universe, Epoch of Reionization, and ICES Explorer, is an orbiting telescope that will conduct a two-year all-sky survey in optical and infrared light. Its primary mission is to gather data on more than 300 million galaxies and 100 million stars in the Milky Way. However, it will also contribute to our knowledge of potentially hazardous objects, or PHOs. How does SPHEREX plan to contribute to planetary defense? A recent paper titled Planetary Defense Use of the SPHEREX Solar System Object Catalog sheds light on this. SPIREX will detect, categorize, and catalog hundreds of thousands of solar system objects, enhancing our ability to track and characterize POs. This will ultimately contribute to the protection of our planet. What makes asteroid impacts such a significant concern? Asteroid impacts, while rare, can have catastrophic consequences. About 66 million years ago, an asteroid about 10 kilometers in diameter struck Earth, leading to the extinction of the dinosaurs. While the odds of another such event are never zero, even less massive impactors could alter civilization forever, causing unimaginable suffering and strife. How does SPIREX fit into the larger picture of asteroid detection and mitigation? While some researchers are working on ways to destroy or deflect foes, others, like the team behind SPIREX, are focusing on cataloging as many of them as possible. SPIREX will follow a sun-synchronous polar orbit similar to NASA's successful asteroid-finding mission, NEOWISE. This will allow SPIREX to cover the range of latitudes in the entire sky every six months and to cover the ecliptic poles in each orbit. What kind of information can SPIREX provide about these POWs? SPIREX will do more than just detect TOWs. It will reveal crucial information that will allow us to prepare for their approach. The observatory will acquire millions of exposures of the sky in 102 visual and infrared wavelengths. This will be useful for spectral typing, quick object compositional characterization, population context, size albedo determination, and temporal trending of objects in the current epoch. Knowing the spectral type, rotation states, albedo, and size of these objects is key to building up our planetary defense against asteroids and comets. So SPHEREX could play a significant role in safeguarding our civilization. 
Indeed, David. Spirex is an important step in safeguarding our home in the solar system as best we can. By not only finding PHOs, but also characterizing them, its data could be the key to effective mitigation strategies. That's certainly a mission to keep an eye on. Thanks for the insights, Abby. Speaking of things to keep an eye on, office vacancies across the U.S. have hit an all-time high, nearing 20%, according to Bender Commercial's latest Market Outlook report. The shift in office space usage is being felt nationwide, but the Sioux Falls market seems to be faring better than other cities. Here to discuss this further is Celeste, a correspondent for Simply Space. Can you tell us more about this shift in office space usage? Certainly, David. The pandemic has significantly changed the work environment for many companies, leading to an increase in remote work. This shift has particularly affected the call center industry, resulting in large office spaces being left vacant. In Sioux Falls alone, over 1.2 million square feet of office space is vacant, with 900,000 of that in buildings that are 10,000 square feet or larger. That's quite a significant amount of vacant space. How are they planning to address this issue? Andy Anderson from Bender Commercial suggests that filling these large vacant office spaces will require some creativity. They're considering adaptive ways to reuse these buildings, such as converting them into churches or light manufacturing facilities. The idea is to think outside the box. What about the smaller businesses? Are they facing the same challenges? Interestingly, if you remove the call center space from the equation, the vacancy rate is incredibly low. Small businesses looking for office buildings to purchase are finding it almost impossible to do so without constructing a new building, according to Reggie Kuypers, the president of Bender Commercial Real Estate. But it's not all doom and gloom in the Sioux Falls market, is it? That's correct, David. Despite the overall trend, the Sioux Falls market is showing some resilience. Vacancy rates in the downtown area are low, even with the recent additions of the Sharapa and Steel District office towers. Class A office space in downtown Sioux Falls is in high demand, with both new office towers nearly completely full with tenants when they opened. Even the older buildings that these companies vacated filled up quickly. What about the cost of office space? Has that been affected? While many areas of real estate have seen costs increase, pricing in the office market space is staying steady especially for already existing Class B and Class C spaces across Sioux Falls. That's certainly a complex situation. Thanks for the insights, Celeste. And with that, we wrap up our stories for today. Thanks for listening to Simply Space. We'll see you back here tomorrow.